Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Christy Dole, and you're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. So let's talk a little bit about how to build confidence today. Confidence is something that I think most people struggle with. Um, no, that's not true. There's definitely some people that really do have confidence all the time. But if you're just a normal human and you've gone through life, things have happened that have probably broken down that confidence. And what's really interesting that I want you to start to think about is if you have kids or you know children that are under the age of, say, five, notice them. Because kids are really born with this innate confidence, this innate curiosity about the world. And that curiosity, there's no hindrance in their curiosity. Like they're curious, they want to figure it out, they want to find out, and they just do it. Right. And what ends up happening, what I've seen is as life goes on and people say things to you and adults say things to you and you see things on TV, you start to almost. I hate to use this phrase, but almost like learn your place. Um, and I and I don't like saying that because that's obviously not true, right? We all have, um, we all belong and we all are here as souls expressed to really do big things. That's why we're here. But when I say learn your place, it's kind of like society, right? Kind of tells you, well, you belong here and you belong here. And, you know, you're a girl, you can do these things. You're a boy, you know, you shouldn't do these things. Um, you know, you you come up from this area of the country. This is what you do. You're from this socioeconomic uh, background. This is what you do. You know, so it's kind of like life just sort of starts to put these parameters on you. And another way of saying that is that life starts to condition you. It starts to condition you to how um, that society and that programming wants you to be. So. Confidence is something that along the line, you might just wake up one day and just realize that you're lacking it and that it's hard for you to put yourself out there and it's hard for you to do new things. So what I have found with confidence, and I want to just share quickly a little bit of my story. When I started in network marketing, I massively lacked confidence and I didn't even realize it until I started in that industry. Um... I didn't realize that I lacked in confidence because there was nothing that I was really pursuing that was really stretching me or making me grow. You know, at the time I was teaching yoga, which definitely required some level of confidence to stand in front of a class and teach. Um, for sure, I had that. But, you know, growing a network marketing business, for, for example, it, it, you're really putting yourself out there. You know, you have this company that has a product which is great, but you're the face of the brand that you're sharing with people. And there's a lot that comes with that. Like all of a sudden you're just like, am I good enough? <laughs> Do people like me? Am I pretty enough? Am I looking, you know, presentable enough? Am I blank enough? Right. It's always like, am I enough? Am I enough? And when I started to work with a life coach in that first year or after the first year of my first full year in network marketing, confidence was the thing that we worked on. That was my big, big thing. And for me, and everyone's going to be different, but for me, and I just share my story just to help you start to really think about for you, where did your, you know, where did, where did your confidence leave? Um, but for me, it was through friendships, um, friendships that ended, friendships that failed. 
I really wrapped in my identity a lot with certain friendships. And when those friendships failed or didn't work, that meant something about me. So what is it what is it in your life that you tie your identity and your worth to? And if that thing goes away or if it doesn't go as well or it starts to crumble, then your identity of yourself and the confidence, the innate confidence that you have starts to dwindle. What is that for you? Is there anything like that? You know, if you're I'll give you some examples. Like if you're in a really good place in your relationship, in your romantic relationship, you know, versus if things are not going as well in your romantic relationships, does that hinder your confidence? Um, the amount of money in your bank account, does that really influence the amount of confidence that you have? How about the number on the scale? Do you, you know, does the number on the scale or the size pants that you're wearing, does that determine the level of confidence that you show up with. So it's really important to sort of look and understand what power are we giving away to outside forces? Because for me, it was friendships. I was giving my power away to friendships. Friendships were the thing that told me I was worthy. Maybe it's your romantic relationship. Maybe it's the number on the scale, maybe it's the size of your pants or the amount of money you have in your bank account, or, or maybe it's something else. But what are you giving your power away to? Because if you don't wake up every single day feeling confident in yourself, then that tells me that you're giving your power away in some way. And by the way, that makes you human. <laughs> like I said, most people struggle with this. Um, most people struggle with this. The, the, the dream really that I have for everybody is regardless of what's going on in your external world, you wake up every day with the inherent knowledge that you are worthy beyond anything that anyone could ever afford or put a value on. Your worth is immeasurable. So if you're not there yet, I want to give you guys some tools and tips for how to start to bring that confidence back. And really, confidence really begins and ends with what you say about yourself to yourself. It's your inner dialogue. So really step one here is start to become really conscious of your inner dialogue. What are you saying about yourself to yourself? Now, if you've never done this before, it might be hard for you to even realize that you're having these conversations about yourself to yourself in your mind. But this is where the power of meditation comes in. This is where just like pausing, even going on a walk with no headphones in, right? Just being, just having silence and being in nature really allows you to hear what is going on in your mind. What is the climate? What's the weather like in your mind? Is it sunny or is it cloudy and raining and thundering with a barrage of messages that are telling you that you're just not good enough? So really start to become aware of that inner dialogue. And the inner dialogue is really where you're going to start to make that shift. But I want to make a caveat here because so much in the online space and in personal growth are people focusing on your mindset, which clearly is so important, right? That's one of the pillars of what I teach. I teach manifestation. I teach self-love. I teach mindset. I also teach human design. And now I really want to introduce 
that if the mindset stuff hasn't been working for you, in other words, if you've been working on your mindset, trying to switch those thoughts, but they're still there, what that tells me is that these incessant thoughts that you might have, the ones that chip away at your confidence, not only are they existing in your mind, but that actually exists somewhere in your physical body too. So what happens when you are a child or even an adult, but when something happens that is traumatic, and let me define traumatic, it doesn't have to be the big stuff, although of course it is, right? Sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental, emotional abuse, that's clearly all trauma. But trauma is just when something happens that you can't make sense of. And so your body has a response to it. Sometimes for some people, you might completely check out, you disassociate, you kind of leave the body. And so you're just kind of numb. For other people, they break down and start crying. They might have an anxiety attack. They might start shaking. They might start crying or getting angry, right? It's it's across the board. You know, trauma response, you guys have heard of fight or flight. Well, there's fight, there's flight, but there's also freeze and fawn. And this is what the body does when you have some sort of a, tra- a trauma. Again, it doesn't have to be something huge. It could just be you know, your, your kid having a bad day and you just have no idea how to handle it because your nervous system isn't prepared for it. You could, um, you know, things that happen on the news, man, the news is trauma. <laughs> Let me tell you, you're, you have a fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response when you hear about the world news and it's just a constant barrage of things happening. So, um, your body, when you were a child, had these responses. Fight is obviously that's the that's the obvious one. A fight response is you get angry, you 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 know, you you respond in a physical or a verbal way. You know, you're you're um you're angry and you just it, fight basically. Flight is you just take off, right? You 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 don't want anything to do with it. Um fawn response is Maybe as a kid, you had a parent that you wanted to always keep happy and keeping them happy meant the house was peaceful. So you basically became a people pleaser and you um, basically allowed other people's emotions to supersede yours. And so you're just constantly putting other people's needs before yours. That's the fawn response. And then the freeze response is kind of what I do. And it's kind of checking out. It's like the silent treatment. It's checking out. It's just kind of feeling like things are pointless. So those are the four different types of responses to trauma. And so what happens when you're a kid is these things happen and this trauma is gets stored in the body. And now you grow up as an adult And now you want to change your mindset. Now you want to become more confident. You want to release, you know, you want to heal these wounds and release them. And you're trying to do it just in the mind. But if it's not working, it's because that trauma response is living somewhere in your body. So in order to really shift the mindset so that you're having thoughts that are allowing you to grow in confidence, you need to go into your body. And you need to locate where does this feeling exist? So what you can do is become really aware of the thoughts that you're having already. The ones that are saying, you're not good enough. This isn't going to work. What are you doing? You know, we're going to fail. Whatever the case may be, whatever your thoughts say. What you want to do is identify the thought number one. 
Number two is then go into the body. Where does this thought live in the body? Meaning, where do you feel it? You'll feel it somewhere. If you get real quiet, if you close your eyes, if you focus on your breath, you'll feel it somewhere. Maybe it's right behind your eyes because that's where all your tension is. Maybe it's in your belly. Maybe you're, I know for me, sometimes it feels like there's like a wall closing in on my heart, like a physical, I can feel like a physical wall closing in on my heart. Um, so you just want to identify where that lives in the body. Then you want to be with that feeling. Now this part is hard and this is what I guide my, my clients through. Cause it's really great to have somebody there to hold that space and guide you and just make sure you're safe. But you absolutely can do this by yourself, but you want to really feel that sensation. So I'll just use an example. For me, I have these thoughts like, what are we doing? Is this going to work? And blah, blah, blah. When I go into my body, those thoughts exist right around my heart. And like I said, it feels like a wall closing in on my heart. And so then what I would do is be with the feeling. So rather than in my mind, label it, Ooh, this is stress. This is scary. This is anxiety. This is bad. I just notice the sensation and I just tell my brain, we're feeling a sensation, right? Sensation is neutral. Sensation is neither good nor bad. So what we want to do is remove the label from the physicalness that you feel. And instead we want to just meet it with neutrality. There's sensation around my heart. I can feel the sensation and I just am there with the sensation without the label of it being bad. What this does, you guys, is it neutralizes it, okay? Because before, you were having these thoughts that made you feel this uncomfortable feeling in your body. Now, we're noticing the thoughts, we're being with the feeling, we're removing any labels that that feeling might, we, that we might have had before, and we're just being with the sensation. And if you do this and if you breathe, again, real important to breathe into your low belly as you're doing this, because what we're doing now is we're telling the body that this is a safe thing to feel, that we're in a safe space, that we are safe, that we are held, that we are secure. That's what we do when we breathe into that low belly and we're just there with the sensation. And what ends up happening is the sensation then can move through the body. Because trauma gets stuck in your physical body. That's why trauma is passed down generation by generation. It actually lives in the cells of your body. And because your cells are constantly replicating themselves, if there's trauma in a certain part of your body that's being replicated, that's why you you have this constant, it, it just keeps going, it keeps going. And then that's what ends up causing dis, dis-ease, disease um, and tumors and cancers and things like that. So what we want to do is we want to be with the sensation. We want to free it by not labeling it because what you resist will persist and what you accept transforms. So when we can just be with that sensation in the body, let it move through the body. Now we are free to choose a new thought, right? Now you're not battling with your mind because you have this physical sensation that's tied with the original thought. Now you've completely neutralized it. You've totally kind of just evened out the playing field. And now your mind and your body are both ready for the next thought, the next affirmation. 
So here's where you get to co-create. This is the process of co-creation. This is where you get to choose what your next thought will be. So for me, you know, my, these incessant thoughts are like, can we do this? What are we doing? So again, I go into the body. I, I notice the sensation. And then the next thing I do is I ask this feeling. I ask this feeling in my body, what do you want? Why are you here? What are you trying to communicate with me? And you guys, 10 out of 10 times, what they're trying to communicate with you is so innocent and actually loving, even though it does it in a not so loving way. So for me, that thought was, I just want you to succeed. We just, I just want you to do well. I just want you to stop struggling. I just want you to be on the other side of that amazing, this, this thing that you're doing or creating. I just want you to be happy. And then it's like, oh my God, you know, I have this part of my brain, this function in my body that is always trying to keep me safe, that is always wanting to see me do the best I can do. But it just goes about it in a really shitty way. <laughs> and once we can really observe this and integrate it and no longer resist it, right? There's so much out there like, oh, I hate my ego. Screw my ego. Tell your ego to shut up. Man, we got to stop that, honestly, because your ego is a part of you. And if you're telling a part of you to shut up and go away and I hate you, what is that doing? That is not the embodiment of self-love. The embodiment of your future self, the one that has the thriving business, the thriving relationships, the healthy body, the, whatever the case may be, she's not resisting who she is. She's actually accepting it and integrating it and then choosing a new way to think and be. So step one, identify the thoughts that are keeping you from being confident. Step two, where is that thought living in your body? Step three, feel the sensation, remove the labels that it's bad and simply be with the sensation. Make sure you're breathing very deep into that belly. Expect some sort of release here. You know, I literally did this last night. I started having these incessant thoughts about something from my past and I just stopped everything. I placed my hand over my heart. I did exactly what I taught you guys. And the thought like took me, it was crazy. It like took me down my timeline and it helped me realize why I was having this incessant thought. And it was like, I, I shed a few tears, you know, I had this kind of breakthrough, but I felt this shift in my actual physical body. This is somatic healing you guys. And this is what is probably missing from your personal growth journey. This is what's probably missing from all the mindset work that you've been doing is the somatic healing, is the healing of the body, okay? So once you do that, you're, you now can decide what thoughts you plan to choose. And here's where it gets fun. This is where you get to choose, like, what do you want to think about yourself? What do you want to start to believe about yourself? I can do this. I am doing this. I am worthy of this. I am, I've always been worthy. I am a wealthy woman. People are begging for what I have to offer. I must show up. You know, these are all the things I tell myself, but what can you tell yourself? And every single time you have that negative thought that's holding you back from really stepping into your most confident self, you go through the process again. And the process gets quicker. It gets shorter. It becomes more automatic. It just becomes something that you integrate and do. And it's powerful and nobody can take this away from you. 
And I want to let you know that moment by moment, um, breath by breath and thought by thought is how you change your life. Today is the best day to start. Okay, guys? So I'm happy to share all of this information with you. And I'm so excited to let you know that I'm kicking off my next free challenge. It starts Monday, September 20th. Um, which is, you're going to be hearing this on Friday. So it's going to be starting Monday. If you go to my Instagram at when hustle meets flow, you click the link in my bio, it's going to take you right to the Facebook group. You can join the challenge there, but I'm going to be teaching you in three days how human design is the key to unlock the flow in your business. And the flow is the results. You guys, more clients, more customers, more business partners, more momentum on your team, ranking up, getting unstuck, making money and having purpose, like really feeling on purpose in your business and in your life. Human design has been changing the game in all of my clients' lives. I've literally been using it with my clients for the past year and I'm re and I've just started really um, I just finished a program in it. Um, so I am doing readings and I am absolutely incorporating this into my next group coach offering, which is hustle to flow 2.0. The doors to that will be open in about a week. So I'll definitely let you know more about that. But if you are in a business that you're growing an online business, network marketing, um, if you're an entrepreneur and you are feeling stuck or you've been trying all the mindset stuff and it's just, you just kind of keep hitting that upper limit barrier. Human design is a system that will truly unlock your potential and allow you to grow your business in a way that feels so good and authentic to you. It's been, I mean, the results from my past group and my one-on-one -on -one clients right now is incredible. Pretty much everybody I've worked with has ranked up in their businesses. Everybody, everybody that I've worked with has found more purpose and happiness in their day-to-day -day life with their family, their themselves, their teams. A handful of women that I've worked with in the last six months have landed on the top 10 list for their companies. One of my previous clients um, who I worked with, she just landed on the top 10 list for enrollments in her company. And she went from like zero to 60 and I'm so incredibly proud of her, but like really understanding who you are and releasing all the resistance that you have around how you think you should be is a big part of what's holding you back in your business. And that's exactly what I'm going to be teaching inside of this three-day program. So click the link in the show notes to get there or go to Instagram, follow me there and click the link in the bio to get in the group. We start Monday, September 20th. Um, share this with your teams, take a picture, tag me on your social. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you guys later.